Welcome to the Six Degree Podcast, the podcast where we grill our guests about the things that make them tick and find out how human connection plays a role in their life. I'm your host, Emily Merrill. I'm your host, Emily Merrill, and today I'm so excited to have my dear friend, Eve Salcedo. She is a Boulder County-based massage therapist and thrilled to have her on the show. Eve, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Emily. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I feel like you've done so many things out of your comfort zone this year. Yeah, definitely a year of change, a lot of new things. (laughs) You went from not having a website to now having like the most beautiful website, guys. Seriously, you know, what else? What are the other things that you have overcome? Um, I have become pretty full-time working for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm only on call at the St. Julian Spa and that feels really good. And I'm probably close to being done there soon. I I love it. That's a huge, huge transformation. And um, so for our listeners, I I always usually have a connection to our speakers, but, um, or to our guests. And even I have a very, very special connection. We go all the way back to 10 years old, which is wild. I think she is one of my oldest friends. You're not old, but I'm saying we've known each other the oldest. And it's funny because we met in Florida in middle school. And Eve and I were kind of similar in in middle school in that we were the first ones, I think, to go through puberty out of our friends. Do you remember this? Yes. The tallest. The tallest. We (laughs) were recruited for volleyball. It didn't really work in our favor. I I don't know. My volleyball career, I think, ended in the sixth grade. (laughs) But it was crazy just thinking like who we were in middle school to fast forward to today, being in the same state from Florida, and we both chose snow. Yes, that's great. <laughs> we're, we're cold. We're, we're not those Florida lizards like ever, everyone else. But the other thing that we had in common growing up is we both had parents who, how do I say this, who leaned a little bit more forward thinking than majority parents at that time. And I don't know about you, Eve, but so I was raised vegetarian. You were raised, were you vegetarian or vegan growing up? Actually, neither. No, I thought you were. I always think you were. No, my mom was really young. She did like the macrobiotic diet for a Mm -hmm. long time. And I think my dad was vegetarian for a bit in college. But then when they had kids, no, they were all about meat um, and all the veggies and health foods. So health foods though you like you knew about organic foods before organic foods were trendy oh yeah that's like mostly what my parents had us eat so yeah I don't know about you but when I was at lunch my mom would make me these like she would make um what was it brown the whole wheat I'm like what is brown bread called whole wheat bread with avocado and sprouts and tomatoes and lettuce and cucumbers And I would be so envious of my friends who had peanut butter and jelly. That's hilarious. (laughs) I mean, those sandwiches now though are amazing. I love veggie sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, I know. Now we'd pay like $15 at Whole Foods for a sandwich like that. But I would try to trade my friends for like the PB&J and the fruit roll up. And you always wanted what you did not have in my opinion. 
Yeah. So tell me about you. Tell me about your upbringing and how did you, your upbringing influence your path to massage therapy? Yeah. So my dad went to school for chiropractic. So he was a chiropractor and had his own business forever doing that. And so I grew up going there and watching him adjust people. And there's patients to this day that like say that they remember me laying on the floor, like <laughs> looking up through the face cradle at them when I was <laughs> a little tiny kid and they would just get a crack out of that. So um, that was a lot of my days, just kind of seeing how people would go and see my dad and how they would react and feel from his treatments and the supplements that he would prescribe and we would take. And then later on, my mom decided to go to massage school. And so she became a massage therapist, um, which then she opened her own business. That's basically how she started. She never worked for anybody else. and. I worked for her at the front desk for a long time. Really? So I got to see all that going on. Wow. That, I love that both of your parents did body work. And, you know, your dad, I feel like I've, I still have only been to a chiropractor once, which I know I need to go back. And I've heard such magical things about them. I'm scared of getting addicted, which might be not the truth. But I think, you know, I felt like the chiropractor I went to is like, come back tomorrow for 15 minutes. Like, yeah. Who has the time? <laughs> this literally, like the Uber was more expensive, like than the treatment to get to the place in oh. San Francisco. Um, but so, did your dad always know he wanted to be a chiropractor, or was that something he kind of fell into? Yeah, I think that he did. Um, I think there was a story. I can't recall what it was, but I think there was somebody in our family that, when he was younger, it could have even hit, been hit my my grandfather his dad. And so I think he was not doing well. And my dad wanted to figure out like how to like mm -hmm. be an advocate for his, you know, friends and family and yeah. how to heal people. So I think that's kind of what happened is he was all about nutrition and chiropractic. And yeah, that's, he, he started very young. Like I think he was like 24 and I think he might've been at least 28 by the time he opened his first business. Wow. And an incredible reputation as well. And so Eve, you know, you just mentioned you made the transition from working for the St. Julian full-time to then starting your own practice, Eve Salcito. Uh, how does it feel being your own boss after all these years? Oh, I mean, there is nothing better. I actually really love it, but I'm also really happy for the, well, experiences of working for other people because that helps you figure out what you want in the end, right? Like, what doesn't work for you and how you want to feel working for yourself. And also just like customer service, service experience as well, because you learn a lot from working for other people and seeing all the types of different clients or patients coming in and how you want to treat those people on your own one day, you know, mm -hmm. so I think it was great to work for other people to see how I could make it my own. And I have to say for the listeners in Colorado or Boulder County, I, I drive about 25 minutes from Denver to see Eve once a month. And it's interesting, Eve, because you really taught me that massage is, is a form of self-care. It's not just a vacation. I feel like when I think of massage, a lot of times you think of 
being in Mexico and a special treat or a special occasion, which is a shame because we don't think of therapy as a special occasion or we don't think of going to the gym as a special occasion. We think of it as part of our, our routine. So how, how do you think about massage and self-care and tell me about your, your patients? Like how often do they typically see you? I mean, I obviously grew up with that in my life. And so for me, it's easy to just look at it as like worth it. And like the value of it is super important because the way it makes you feel when you actually find a massage therapist that is doing what you like and you connect with them because there's so many different types, you know, it's amazing when you find that person and you like get the massage and you feel it during it and how you feel after and how you feel looking forward to your next one. It's like, all of those things are so important to me. Um, it makes me excited to be able to do that for other people. So I think it's important personally, like to get massages myself, because I learned so much about my body and other people's bodies and how things feel and what things don't feel like, how, you know, how things should feel. And if they don't feel good, like it helps me grow as a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a business expense for you. You're like, mm, I have to get a massage for you know, investigating. Yeah. And I don't fall asleep. I pay attention. (laughs) I love it. Taking notes guys. (laughs) I do relax though, very deeply. Um, But yeah, it's so important to me, self-care for me and finding out like what's, what's worth the expense because like, I'd rather spend the money on a massage or chiropractic than on, I don't know, something materialistic. That's kind of how I look at it because like, I do love going out to eat and spending money on food and experiences and saving money for travel. Those are all really important to me, but like maybe clothes, like Mm -hmm. I definitely will say I really want to go buy clothes, but I sometimes have to think about priorities and my priorities are spending money on like how I can feel better. And truly Mm -hmm. like, I think that's like, doesn't mean clothes don't make me feel better. They definitely What's more important to me if I have to choose one or the other? Yeah. So sometimes sacrificing a hundred dollars a month, you know, not buying those jeans, you can afford a massage, you know, think about it that way. Yeah, I love it. And make it a part of your routine the same way you would again the workout or or schedule it in. I, I love the fact that we I think we're scheduled to September right now together. And I know that it's on my calendar and I don't have to think about it versus like the hassle of finding a place. And I feel like a lot of times when you search for massage, it's when you're in pain and rather than being preventative or maintaining, you go when there's like something drastic happening. Yeah. Which is not ideal. Um, I had a question for you, Eve, about, oh, travel. So you mentioned travel. I just want to throw this story in there. I think it's such a fun story. So when I was 12, I moved from Connecticut or from Florida to Connecticut. And we kind of, we kind of faded apart. There wasn't Facebook at that point. And then come around 2005, 2006, Facebook pops up and we become Facebook friends and reconnect. And my sister was studying abroad and we did a little trip together to Prague. And I posted on Facebook, um, I'm going to Prague. I've never been before. And out of the blue, Eve pops up and she's living in Prague with her now husband um, for, you were living for about a year there? Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted, I want to take a little detour through the travel and like 
that was a year that you weren't doing massage. It wasn't a year that was necessarily building your career, but how did that year impact your life? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I have zero regrets. And when I listen to people my age saying that they like wish they did that, like, I'm so grateful that I chose to do that. I think the timing was just perfect because I went with a few people that were kind of like just graduating college, not sure what to do after college. And I kind of like was invited with this group and, you know, I said, why not? Like, let's do this because it was just out of my realm. I never expected it to happen, but it was like a new boyfriend. We were falling in love. We were already in love. I don't know what it was. We were just like, yes, you know, like now my husband, which is great. So like, it was the first like six months of our relationship moving abroad and it was incredible. I mean, I enjoyed it so much. And it was also a lot of discomfort too, though, because I went to teach English. Like we went to get certified, did a program, taught English, never thought I would teach English, but it was a really cool immersive program where you didn't need to know the Czech language to be able to teach English. So I had all different levels and my favorite was probably like the intermediate adults because they just wanted to have conversations and you know we had our like dictionaries sitting there trying to help each other but it was just such a great experience like learning their culture and being able to also travel during it and I did actually do a little massage while I was there but it wasn't for for a job of course it was I met Matt and I really needed a massage and we met somebody that I found online and she was doing massage out of her home and him and I would go. And then I started asking her if she wanted to trade with me. So I was trading with someone for almost a year while I was there, which was amazing because I was still being able to give massage and then receive it as well. So that yeah. was so very important to me being abroad. Well, I love that hack too, that you were able to continue practicing and learning and growing and studying as, as we said earlier. Um, while also putting yourself in a place that was wildly uncomfortable and completely brand new. And I'm so with you, Eve, about studying or living abroad, I think is one of the most eye-opening experiences a person can have because we are so contained in our little bubbles and we forget that eggs don't have to be refrigerated in most countries and that life isn't just America. Um, so that's so cool that you were able to put your, your massage career on hold, so to speak for a bit and try something out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it was amazing. I would, I would do it in a heartbeat if I could. (laughs) So how did, how did you guys, you went from Florida to Prague and then how did you end up in Denver? Well, um, we ended up going back to Florida just to resettle ourselves, but we were there much longer than we were expecting to be. Um, and my, well, when I was younger, my dad would take us on trips to Colorado for like Mm. skiing skiing and ski trips and whatnot. And then my brother moved to Colorado and then my dad moved to Colorado. Then my sister moved to Colorado Mm. and then my mom (laughs) moved to Colorado. So we all in my family. (laughs) Yeah. Now actually it's just my sister and I at this point, we live like two and a half hours away from each other though. But a lot of people are back there in Florida and uh, I'm happy to be in Colorado. It's something that I was always drawn to when I was a kid because I just love the seasons, which we never had in Florida. So no, yeah, it's wild. Florida, Florida in a way is kind of like California and that it's like a dystopian future 
where you just have no idea what the seasons are. Like all of a sudden Christmas music is on the radio and you're like, oh my God, it's Christmas. Yeah. And a bikini. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because as much as like I get invited to go back to Florida for Christmas, I'm never, I never want to. I'm like, no, there's snow here. I'm going to just stick to the feeling that I get here that makes me feel like it's the right way to be. I always, I always empathize for Australia, which I shouldn't empathize for Australia. Their lives are probably amazing. But I always think like, that would be so weird to be on the beach for Christmas. Like it's their summer season for Christmas. But, yeah, true. But then again, that's probably their norm. So same like Florida, it, it's your norm. You don't know what you don't know. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So I have one more question about massage for you. So if someone were to give like their own massage to themselves. Do you have a a favorite area just to create relief in the body that you recommend self-massage? Yes, I would say the face and the head. Ooh. And the arms. (laughs) And the shoulders. (laughs) You can keep going. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of tension in people's faces and heads more than Mm -hmm. they realize. They don't usually realize until I start working on them. And so there's a lot of self massage techniques that you can do on yourself that just makes you feel super relaxed because so many people are like this, they're just tense people. And like, if you actually put your shoulders down and actually work on this first, you'll start feeling like your shoulders can drop away from your face and your ears. And then there's a lot of easy work on the forearms and so many people work on computers and we all have a lot of tension in our forearms. So I think there's some great um, techniques that I've learned um, that are basically like pin and hold, you know, so like pinning with your fingers and Mm. your wrists and just putting the pressure in as you keep moving. Like it, there's a lot of really easy, great things like that you can do. And while you're driving at stop signs and (laughs) I love it. No, I, I think your um, forearm is probably the most forgotten part of your body. Like whenever I touch my forearm, I'm like, wow, ow, there's so much. Yeah, there is. We don't take a lot of inflammation builds up in the, the forearm and things that we do go right into there. So we yeah. use them every day. It's good to loosen them up. Yeah, <laughs> we're cruel to the body. And then my, my last question for you, Eve, is how do you take care of yourself? Good question. Well, <laughs> myself, like I mentioned, I get massages pretty much every two weeks. I mean, okay. my job is very physical, so it's a workout, you know, and I think that it's super important for myself to get massage. So almost every two weeks I get a massage. I see a chiropractor at least twice a month, sometimes more. Um, just because my body is so used to it since I was a baby, you know, and it just like really receives the work and it helps my mental state as well. It's not just like physical. It really is a mental state and emotional, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It, it actually gives me a sense of like, Oh, like I'm it, when I get off the chiropractic table, to be honest, it's almost like getting off the massage table. I like zone out and relax, even if it's 15 minutes. Mm. Um, So those two things I'd say are the top of my list. Other than that, like, you know, making a delicious meal or going out for a delicious meal. I love eating and I love cooking and And you you work out. I, I know you're a big bar person too. Yes. I do love doing some bar. So that's my home care workout. They 
it, it does a lot for me. So there's cardio and strengthening and they even have some yoga in there. So it's a good balance of all the things that I like to do. And I'm just not a gym girl. So I like to do bar. I just um, started a, I think it's extend bar and Pilates mix. I'm doing beach body with my friend. She has a subscription to them. And we had been doing a weightlifting uh, class before called lift four. It was great, but it was like led by a guy and, you know, you're just lifting heavier weights. And there were some girls in the virtual class. It's all pre-recorded stuff. And then today we're on like the second day of the Pilates and she's, <laughs> my friend is like, holy fucking shit, this is so hard. And I just, and, and like, honestly, we were, I'm, I dropped the, the weights immediately. Like I didn't even need the weights in my arm. And I think there's something to be said about the, these little micro movements that they do that just do such a great job of toning you. And it's so efficient. Like it was 30 minutes. There was no lollygagging. Well, like the guy trainer was you know shooting the shit in between each set, like this girl was caffeinated and ready to rock and roll. And I so appreciated that about bar. Yeah, so, I've yeah. been doing it. I've been doing bar for eight years and it's hard as it's ever been. Like it's always hard. It's a challenge, but I love it because it's easy to modify for yourself because if you have an injury or an area that's weaker, you can figure out how to make it work for you without hurting yourself. And yeah, I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's a really great workout. So Eve, how can people find out more about you, you know, booking a massage with you um, if they're in the local area? So I have an Instagram and that's at Eve Salcedo Massage. And I post almost daily on my stories, my openings, um, not all of them, but like the next few. And then you can always reach out to me by email or phone or my website has the same information. And that's evesalcedomassage.com. And E-V-E-S-A-L-C-I-P-O massage.com. And yeah, that they both have all the information. You can read all about me. And I think the FAQs is a great way to start to learn a little bit about, about my business and how I work and what I do and where I am. So yeah. And if you look on, she has some great blogs on her website too, just digging deeper into her childhood and her experience growing up. So elaborating on, on our story that we picked on or that we touched on just a little bit today. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, Eve, we are going to switch gears and I am going to dive into six fast questions. Actually, before I do, was I this annoying when I was a kid? Like, did I ask so many questions too when I was 10? Do you remember? <laughs> it's funny because like we had so many years apart, you know, that you kind of forget like what it's like to be friends with someone when you haven't been around them. And yeah, like it came, I, I'm not going to say annoying, but you are who you were and I love you for that. And that's why we were friends then. And that's why we are friends now. Beautifully answered. I did get in trouble in kindergarten for hugging everyone goodbye. Oh, really? So, yeah. The, the teacher would yell at me, but I had to hug every single person goodbye wow. before, before I left for the day. And I think the class was like pretty sizable. Um, yeah, I was, I was a very touchy feely kid at a, at a young age, clearly. I still love hugging. I think hugging is like the greatest gift, a good hugger. Oh yeah. I love when my clients want to hug me. It's a good feeling. Yeah. You connected with them and yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I concur. Okay. Six fast questions. 
So my first question for you is who would be a dream person you'd want to be connected with or massage? Ooh, I'm going to throw that in there. Ooh, that's a good, actually, I like that twist on that question more. Who would I want to massage? Uh, (laughs) Who looks so stressed out? Honestly, I would have to say Bill Murray. And I know that's (laughs) really random, but I just love the guy. I just feel like he would be so fun to work on. Even if, you know, we didn't talk, I think it would be fun. (laughs) Noises he makes enjoying himself would be worth it. (laughs) I love it. I have a book of Bill Murray. I'll have to show you when you come to my house next. Yeah. Greg is oddly obsessed with him as well. So there's something about him. (laughs) For sure. Uh, what show would you recommend to watch? Um, I love Queer Eye. Mm. All those episodes get me going, you know? They're just emotional and raw and just transformative. I love them. I mean, it's similar to like Marie Kondo. All those stories, I love, love stuff like that. They're so good. I like dare you not to cry by the end of it. It's it's always, okay. you're like, I'm not going to cry. I'm going to cry. Every time, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what book would you recommend? Okay. So as someone, you know, we've talked about this lately. I, I really haven't been reading for a long time. It's been a really long time for me to, to get back into books, but I, I really like Haruki Murakami. I have a lot of his books, um, like the elephant vanishes. That's probably hmm. one that pops up into my brain, but I'm bad with that question because I haven't really been reading for quite a bit. Roki. Okay. Murakami. I haven't heard of him. Yeah, he's a Japanese writer, so. yeah. Sounds like it. I, it sounds wonderful. Remember the Murakami museum in Florida? Oh yeah. yeah. I love that place. So beautiful. So beautiful. And then what is your favorite or most used emoji? I would say the white heart and I don't know why, but it's just, you know, I love it. <laughs> it's funny when I started asking this question. I started paying attention more to mine and I'm like, wow, I only use the ones that show up the, for the first ones. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh God, I do a lot of hearts. It's just yeah. an easy, easy fix or like, yeah. or the applause, a lot of applause <laughs> people. Um, and my last question for you is who gave you permission or inspired you to do the thing you wanted to do with your life? I think my mom. Mm. seeing her she definitely did yeah because she was just such a strong single woman for so long and she had to figure out a career for herself that I know she would love and she did so well at it and still has people to this day that like love seeing her and you know I I feel like I'm a little prodigy of her sometimes and my dad too but in the time that I've decided to go to school she was the one that was around she you know so it was a nice support and like somebody to help me answer the questions that I had. And yeah, seeing her love it made me want to do it. So. And you went to school in Florida for it? Yeah. I went to Palm Beach uh, State College for massage. So cool. Um, I'm always so curious, like, where are the massage schools? I'm happy to be a a demo for anyone. (laughs) We'll sign up for them. Um, Well, Eve, thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast and sharing your story and your self-care tips with us. Um, I am very much craving a massage now. Yes, I am too. I'm looking forward to mine (laughs) next week. (laughs) I love it. Well, 
And listeners, if you like today's message, please give it five stars, share with a friend, follow us, and we will see you the next time on The Sixth Degree with Emily Merrill. Have a great day. Thank you.